0: Hi there, I'm Jim.
1: And I'm Claire.
0: Let's Talk Teaching. Welcome to Let's Talk Teaching, a podcast from the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology here at Illinois State University. I'm Jim G. And joining me once again, our director, Dr. Claire LaMonica. Hi, Claire. Hi, Jim. So I got this big thing behind me now.
1: (laughs) I know. There's light. There's light pouring in here. Where is it coming from? (laughs) I don't understand. We're going to have to start wearing sunglasses all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: So for for those of you who may have listened to some previous episodes of Let's Talk Teaching, you know that CTLT, the Center for Teaching Learning Technology, has moved across campus here at Illinois State. And uh, lo and behold, Studio G, which is also my office, there's a window.
1: There's a window in your yeah. office. You know what? There's two windows in my office. This is true. Well, it's good <laughs> to be the king, I, as yeah, they say. Yes, yes, it's good to be queen. Yes. Good to be queen, yes.
0: <laughs> and deservedly so. Yeah. And, well, anyway, uh, so we're here post-move, and we're just doing a little episode today because we haven't done one in a couple of weeks. Um Quite frankly, I'm very curious to see how this is going to sound yeah. and how much, how much foam I have we'll to attach see. to the, yeah, how much foam I'm going to be decorating my yeah. office with.
1: How much of a padded room are you going to have here? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and it's also kind of a good test because we, you know, this is a busy place and we have a lot of meetings and a lot of people going through the hallway, especially right now because they're still moving stuff over here. So, uh, you know, I'll apologize in advance to our listeners um, if they hear sudden drilling, hammering. Uh, or
1: if an electrician pops his head through our door. Right, yeah, we're,
0: we're not entirely sure what's going to happen here. But uh, we are getting towards the middle of the semester, and we always love talking about midterm for many reasons here at CTLT, including our drinking game on Let's Talk <laughs> Teaching, talking about midterm chats. Yeah. Which we're not talking about today, right? No,
1: we're not gonna. We're not gonna mention midterm chats. And so we're not stop even... taking a shot every time we say midterm chats.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <anyway>, we're <laughs> no. So uh, and we're not even talking about midter- midterm assessments of teaching, which a midterm chat is one of, but not the mm-hmm. only option you have. We're actually talking about good old fashioned midterm grades
1: for students.
0: Yes, for students. Yes, yes.
1: actual grades for actual students. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Midterm grades on our campus are turned in. Around the sixth week, I think, right? Yes. So that's we're so we're pretty much there.
1: We're we're just about there.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's not exactly midterm, it's a little before midterm, but it's it's done at that time for an important reason. Right. Well I the understand. the
1: idea is uh not to get them in by midterm, but to get them in before the date uh the last date on which a student can withdraw from a course. Right. So if a student is truly failing a course. And sometimes I have learned in my long checkered teaching career that students really don't know that they're failing a course. Um, And so uh, it's a good idea to let them know that because if all of a sudden they find out they're failing several courses, it may be, you know, that may just be too much. Mm -hmm. They They may just look at that and go, I, I can't I can't recover in all of these situations. Mm-hmm. So at that point, the best option for them may be to do a little selective, you know, weeding and uh, and drop a course. Yeah. And then they can concentrate on their on doing better in their other courses.
0: Yeah. I've only once. Have you ever had a student who dropped the course and then came back? Later. In the same semester? No, not in the same semester. Oh, but <laughs> oh no. came that, back and had you yeah. uh, for that for yeah, that, for that
1: course again? I have not. Yeah. But um, the 100-level courses that I've taught in the past were, of course, uh, first-year composition, which is required for all students, but there are also so many sections of right, that right. that um, it would be highly unusual for a yeah. student to select to come back and, and yeah. have a course with the same instructor.
0: I, I had that happen once in a journalism course at another institution that I taught at. And it was awkward for the first ten minutes, <laughs> but then it worked out. And and that second time around, that student was one of the better. Stu- I mean, had really learned something about. Yeah. Had had really learned something about learning. Had really learned yeah. something about had grown up a little bit. Quite yeah, frankly, that that you happens. Know. They they
1: do that while they're here. They
0: do that. Well, that's and that's a good thing. We <laughs> yeah, like it when they thing. do that. So uh, on our campus, I know uh, midterm grades are. It's kind of nebulous. They're required, but they're, they're not required for all students, or they may not be entirely required. But we're all, but they are a good idea, obviously.
1: Right. They are requested for certain courses and certain populations of students. So, um, I believe that anyone teaching a 100 level course is going to get. A request for midterm grades.
0: Yeah, and actually, I can confirm that because I am this semester. Oh,
1: there you go. And I
0: got it for all twenty students in the class.
1: Okay, so that would you know that would be not at all unusual. And then um, that would mean the system's working the way it's supposed to work, right, yeah, right. which is a good thing. And then you may also get mi- requests for midterm grades for certain populations of students. So, for example, student athletes—they mm-hmm. need to know um, for eligibility reasons. Right. They, the, um, the, the Department of Athletics needs to know that those students are in good standing. For students with certain kinds of loans, the, um, the federal government, you know, mm-hmm. has a has a stake in, um, and and students. I'm, I to be honest, I'm not sure how all of this works, but I know students have to be enrolled in a certain number of courses. They need to be. They need to pass a certain number of courses and right. so on and so forth. So, you know, um, for. Whatever the specific regulation is, then that might be one reason that you'd get uh, a request for student midterm grade for a particular student. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, a it shouldn't matter why you get the request. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and and b having a grade at midterm early or earlier in the semester is just good teaching practice, mm-hmm. providing students with a grade at that point. Mm-hmm. Students need feedback on how they're doing. They're not good at judging their own learning. Right. Um, and they, and particularly of course, students who are new to the university. So that's why the requirement is for all 100 level courses because you know those first year students, mm-hmm. first time in college, I just I just learned a new <laughs> there's a new acronym that I learned this summer late this summer. It's FTIC, First time in college. <laughs> so, anyway, I love that for some reason. Yeah. But anyway, students, first time in college students really don't have a clue. You know, I got this is this is ancient history, but I got straight A's my first semester in college and I no more have to- could have told you that I was headed for straight A's even at the time that I went home for the semester. Mhm. I mean, you know, those were the days when professors used to put your, you know, you could give them a postcard and this is really easy yeah, And history. they would mail you, they, your, they'd, final they'd mail you your final grade I and your paper. I had a final
0: paper mailed to me once. I am I am old enough to wear that big hat. Yeah, so I, that yeah. used
1: to happen to me too, but yeah. My first semester in college those postcards started coming in and my mom was so excited she started hanging them on the Christmas tree <laughs> she was she was, I think we were both surprised I don't know what that says about me well it says a lot about my career as a high school student but right. um, yeah. you know yeah. I, I had no idea so were, did you, it, you have a trouble work the other way too
0: now wait a minute did you have a troubled career as a high school student in terms of grades
1: oh I had an, an uninterested career oh I, you were like I me, had you got you
0: were you really good until, like, your junior year?
1: No, 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 no. I just had right. much more important things to worry about in high school. Oh, okay. I, I did right. fine. I mean, I oh. got into the University of Missouri. You
0: yeah, know? well, that's, but, this is but, true, uh, I was going to say, yeah.
1: But um, I was n- by no means, a. I was so far from being a straight-A student. <laughs> and that was, you know, yeah, I was uh, not.
0: I had a German teacher who told my parents, Well, he's getting a B in the class, and that's mainly because he's charming. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but he really can't speak the language.
1: But he's such. But he's. But he's he's such a joy. Little Jimmy's such a joy to have in class.
0: Yeah. So just do that with a German accent, and you'll get you'll get you'll get get what the (laughs) conversation was like. So it's so it is not just about university policy and procedure and all of that other stuff. It's this is important information that these students need at this time. So, what do you say to the faculty member and i've I've been the instructor who said this before, yeah, but I haven't given them any real meaningful assessments yet. I mean there, we don't have a lot of grade, we don't have a lot of points yet you know yeah. in the semester. Yeah. you hear that quite a lot.
1: yeah, and that's you know that's a tough one. Um, you know, ideally, you will have had some graded work by <laughs> before you have to submit this midterm grade because right. it's not helpful to anybody. To just sort of you know make a make a wild guess. If you guess mm-hmm. low, it doesn't really you know it doesn't really help. And if you guess high, it doesn't really help. So um, you know, particularly if you're teaching one of these courses where you know you're going to be asked to submit midterm grades, it's really a good idea to have had have had some graded work mm-hmm. and to have given some feedback to students at that point. I think that most people have some sense of how a student is doing in a class, whether there's been graded work or not. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel like you could sit down to a stu- with a student and say, you know, my sense is that you're doing okay in this class, but not great. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you, you got some room to grow. Here are mm-hmm. some things you could do better. Mm-hmm then you know you could translate that sense of okay but not great probably into a c you know i mean that's right. yeah. that's probably yeah. what a c means to you is okay but not great yeah if if you could sit down with another student and say boy you are you are setting the curve in this class right. you know you right. you are you are doing great i'm so i love your uh your contributions to class discussions you know your your reading journals have been fabulous, you know. Well, yeah. you could probably, even if you haven't given grades on those reading journals or those class discussions, mm-hmm. you could probably ballpark that that student's getting an A or a B.
0: And and I think that um, this is an opportunity to 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 pause and talk to your students about where they're at. As a group, you can say, "Look, I'm I'm going to be turning in midterm uh, grades or whatever you call them. I'm going to be or progress reports. I'm going to be I'm going to be turning this in." And you if it's on 100 levels class, you say for all of you and I'm going to or you say for some of you there's some of you I'm required to do this for I'm being asked to do this for. We haven't had a lot of grading done yet this semester. So this is going to be my estimation based on your attendance and, and everything else. So um, once you get that, if you have questions, come talk to me and, and I might seek you out and, and do all that. So I think it's an opportunity to have a conversation with your yeah. students, too, to have that yeah. communication. Now, the other thing about how we turn in m- midterm grades on our campus here at Illinois State is you can put in more information than just the grade. Right. Um, because this goes through the university, college, and especially for when you're dealing with first-year students. But I think for all mm-hmm. students, if they're asking for it. You can also talk about how many classes have they missed, mm-hmm. and are they in danger of failing? You can indicate that, and also they ask for open comments as well. Right. And the thesis is that an advisor then is going to is going to have a conversation conversation
1: with the student, and they yeah. look for patterns. They yeah. they really seriously. U College is really good at this. They look for patterns um, for students, and um, and they call in the ones that look like they're at risk. So mm-hmm. you know that's a that's a really that's an important thing to yeah. do.
0: So struggling students, in the sense of
1: students who are who are struggling to yeah. do well in your class right. all right, right. so um, maybe they're maybe they're not as um, sophisticated of readers as they need to be mm-hmm. maybe they aren't as experienced writers as they need to be okay. maybe they are you know right. afraid to contribute to class conversations whatever right.
0: so so as we're kind of wrapping up this brief episode uh, what else do we need to keep in mind
1: so I think a, a couple of things. One is um, you use the word progress report um, interchangeably with midterm grade. Oh which, yeah, and that's a mistake. So well, it was an it was, a, it was a understandable mistake. Um, <laughs> but yes, Jimmy, it was a mistake. <laughs> Thank you. There are no wrong answers, but that was one. That was wrong. Um, yeah. Um, so midterm grades are we're we're asked to submit midterm grades about week six. And progress reports are asked are requested about week eleven. Yes. So that's kind of a second check-in for some populations of students. Right. So, um, you know, I I don't know why they have well they have different well, names so that you know you, they can be differentiated. They, along. they can be
0: differentiated. So I know that for example, student athletes I've had um, in in my classes uh, there there's usually that second check-in during yes. the semester yes. and whatnot. It's
1: really important to the NCAA that students remain eligible. Yeah. And it's important to the university that students – and it's important to their coaches and their teammates that they remain eligible. Because, you know, you can – there are universities that have had to forfeit games because it turns out they were playing um, ineligible players, you know, somebody who was academically ineligible. So Mm -hmm. you just don't want to go there. And, you know, and besides that, you want to give all students a chance to buckle down and learn better.
0: right. Well, Claire, thank you very much.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: And that's all the time we have for this episode of Let's Talk Teaching. Find out more about our podcast. Go to our website, ctlt.illinoisstate.edu. For Dr. Claire LaMonica, for all my colleagues here at the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology, until we talk again, happy teaching.